Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every morning, Taryn Armstrong talks big brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from Theo to HOH. Every single season, you know he is the reason. You know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it. Tomorrow he will do it again. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for May 7th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and today, I'm not going to be updating you on what happened yesterday. I'm not even going to be updating you on what happened with Dane's game on Big Brother Canada 7, because I'm here to update you on what happened with Anthony's game across the whole season of Big Brother Canada 7. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun. Anthony's game on Big Brother Canada 7. Uh, from, from day one, when he walked in with a burgundy, burgundy suit, looking fly, to, you know, day 69, when he walks out with, I guess, some other colored suit, also looking fly. It'll be good. Uh, so here we go. Here we go. Let's do this. I am here. I'm going to go through Anthony's game from start to finish. Or at least as close to finish as we can get leading into the finale. You can join me in the chat here on YouTube and, uh, and ask some questions along the way. Uh, if possible, uh, if you could keep your questions to, uh, the current time period that we are currently talking about, that'd be great. And then questions for the end game we can save for when, uh, when we talk about the end. So let's do this. Let's talk about Anthony. Preseason, Anthony was not exactly high on anyone's draft board. Uh, most people's draft board, at the very least. He was, I believe, last on my... No, I think I had Mackie last. He was very low on my draft board. Not a lot of people had much faith in Anthony. And one of the reasons for that is that he had a very strange interview with Ika. Uh, where Aika seemed uncomfortable and she was like, what are we on this? Uh, are we on uh, like The Bachelor or something? Like what's happening here? Why are you hitting on me like this? And, uh, you know, Anthony was, he's being weird. 
It was weird. Uh, and you know what? In many ways, our predictions about Anthony were true. Uh, it's just that while most people who have Anthony's personality fail dramatically, Anthony saw great success. And there are still some times when I watch him on the feeds where he is acting in the way that made Ika feel uncomfortable. And I feel like, why aren't these people feeling uncomfortable? Why are they listening to what he's saying? But they do. They listen to him. There's, uh, I, I, I think there's a fine line between Anthony's personality being so alpha, so domineering, and, uh, and the kind of player that just falls so flat so fast in many seasons. Seasons, and Anthony walks that line on the right side of it, the correct side of it, the one that is uh, is successful. And I think that, uh, you know, 99 times out of 100, when you see somebody like Anthony preseason, he's probably going to fail. But Anthony, Anthony did not. And he had a lot of success across the season. So let's start here in week one, day one. Anthony walks into the house, burgundy suit, look and fly. Look and fly. Um, he does not do any fist bumps, but he is brought into the pretty boys as soon as he walks into the house. And this is probably, despite everything that happens with Anthony across the season, the biggest moment of Anthony's game. Because I truly think that that this was incredibly important and probably necessary for Anthony's game that he was brought into the pretty boys. He knew very little about the show coming in. And as I said, that fine line with Anthony's personality, I think that he would have found success in the game without the pretty boys, but I do not think he would have had nearly the amount of success as he did without the pretty boys. They not only helped teach him the strategy of the game, but they also helped protect him in some of these early rounds when he might have been a lot more vulnerable otherwise. Um, so this was a big lucky break for him, but he utilized it to its maximum potential uh and so that that's uh you know anthony was able to to learn the game on easy mode in some in some regards because of this formula that the brigade uh perfected back in season 12 uh day two he bonded with dane they talked about their lives. Dane felt like they had a, a really good connection. Anthony did as well. They made a final two within the Pretty Boys that it's always going to be those two. Those two uh, against the world. Against the world. Uh, Adam is going to win that first HOH. He is going to nominate Damien and Laura. Uh, Anthony wanted Damien to go. Anthony versus Damien is kind of a season-long feud, and it's one-sided. It's uh, it's almost like Steve and Becky. Uh, Damien just never rubbed Anthony the right way, and Anthony is always going to make sure that he vetoes any Damien involvement in any alliances and, uh, and isolates Damien from any potential allies. Uh, I mean, we talked a lot about how Damien has done nothing in the game. People talk about that all the time. Uh, looking back at Anthony's game, Anthony had a lot to do with that. Anytime anybody wanted to work with Damien, Anthony cut it off at the knees before it could happen. Um, 
So something to think about. Uh, so Anthony wanted Damien to leave. I do feel like he held a grudge in this first week. The fact that he did not get his way. He would, he wanted Damien to go over Laura. He wanted Laura to stay. He liked Laura. He liked Laura. Um, but Sam had too much pull with Adam and with the house at large. And so he had to give in and Laura is going to be the one to go. And he had to let that happen. And I, like I said, I think for the rest of the season, he is going to hold a little bit of a grudge, uh, for Sam for making that happen and uh, and against Damien for being the recipient of that move. Um, unfortunately, we didn't see it on the feed, so I can't tell you that much about it. But uh, but I do feel like this is one of the primary motivators for Anthony throughout the game. Um, now, Anthony is part of this tentative group of nine between the all four pretty boys, Sam, Chelsea, Kalen, Kiki and Esty. But of course, it doesn't doesn't really go anywhere. This uh, this group of nine. Um, Anthony also bonds with Kaylin in this first week and has mostly positive relationships with most of the house. Uh, you know, people feel generally good about him at this point in time. So, uh, so that's, that's interesting. Uh, Stacked wants to know, do you think Anthony would have tried to showmance Laura? Uh, I believe Anthony did mention something like uh you know laura maybe being a little bit of his type but he also kind of has something going on so i don't know if he would have tried to showmance her but i do think he kind of liked her and that's one of the reasons why he was not happy to see her go um so laura does go Laura is evicted and anthony is a vote to evict her uh it's a unanimous vote um so that's uh that's where that happened. Uh week 2. Dane is going to win the HOH. He wants to put up Kira and Mackie. This is also when Corey enters the house. Uh Anthony plots with Dane to get rid of Sam if they have the opportunity this week. Uh Anthony already wants to get rid of Sam. This is already something that needs to happen. She has she had too much influence last week. She has too much power in the house. Sam is a target for Anthony, and he is plotting with Dane. It is Anthony and Dane at this point who are running the show. Um, Kaylin approaches Anthony with a theory through uh, at some at some point during the week. Uh, a theory because Kaylin had tried to pitch to Dane that Mark should go on the block instead of Mackie here in week two. Uh, and Dane was like, nah, don't want to do that. And so Kalen thinks that Dane must secretly be working with Mark and Adam because he's also trying to protect Adam in the Adam versus Sam debate. And so she tells Anthony this and Anthony's like, Hmm, interesting, interesting theory. Kalen, let me think about it. Uh, he then of course lets Adam and Dane know about Kalen's theory and, uh, and this really starts Adam's, uh, quest to discredit and target Kalen, uh, which will come into play in the following week. Um, So Anthony then spends more time. Uh, he doesn't have to do much. He's got a great relationship with Dane. He's completely safe. So it's mostly just positioning and maneuvering, trying to make sure that Sam goes home. He works on his relationship with Chelsea and tries to flip her away from Sam, but does not find much success in this particular plan. Uh, he does, uh, Anthony, he does a lot of like, uh, he kind of has a shotgun approach in many ways where um, where Dane really was able to hone in on a lot of different people who were his allies for most of the season. Anthony really spreads out as much as possible. He makes a lot of attempts at things and he doesn't succeed with 
a lot of them, but the ones that he does, he really digs in deep on and then he focuses on those a lot. So it's like a wide approach that goes very narrow, whereas Dane had a more balanced approach that stayed balanced the whole time. Um, so it's very, very contrasting styles of play here. Um, so he had this is this is one of such attempts. He tries to get Chelsea to flip on Sam. It's, of course, not going to work. Um, and we say, of course, but we've seen him do similar things with other people before. So, uh, you know, that's I think that's one of the reasons why Anthony has so many uh, crazy moves is that he's willing to try things that other people wouldn't even think to try that they'd be like, of course, that's not going to work. Anthony sometimes makes it work, but most of the time he doesn't. Um, so Mackie is uh, is on the block. He he tells Anthony that Adam needs to go. Uh, Adam, he's dangerous. Adam needs to go. Uh Esty tells Anthony the same thing. A lot of people talking about targeting Adam. Um, so Anthony tries to make sure that the target is shifted onto Sam. When Anthony tells Adam, hey, I've protected you all game. This is what he means. He's always trying to make sure the target lands on Sam instead of Adam. But he does let Adam know that these people are saying his name and that he's deflecting uh, to make sure it goes on to Sam. But because Mackie is talking about targeting Adam, he uh, he starts to Anthony starts to get on board with the idea of, OK, maybe we maybe we need to let Mackie go. Prior to that, he was on board with keeping Mackie to go after Sam. But because Mackie was talking about Adam instead of Sam, uh, he was like, oh, I don't like that. Maybe maybe we should let Mackie go. OK, um, Anthony also mentions here in week two uh, after the veto is won by Adam that he wants to start pulling in. Corey. He feels like that's somebody that he can work on. Um, he doesn't make a lot of moves to do it yet, but he starts to lay the groundwork. He starts to have conversations with Corey. Um, and so that's, that begins here in week two. Uh, he also talks to Kalen about not, potentially not having the votes to keep Mackie, uh, because he's now on board with potentially evicting Mackie. He tries to float the idea to Kalen and Kalen shuts it right down. Kalen is having none of it. She's like, no, we have the votes. Don't you dare flip. And so that is going to be like, whoa, okay. Uh, it's, it's, he's starting to, he has a very close relationship with Kaylin up until this point, but I think he starts to realize that she is going to be hard to manipulate and that's, that's dangerous for him. Um, so Anthony does at this point agree to take out Mackie because he is threatening and he is gunning for Adam. And so with Anthony come the rest of the pretty boys, Dane reluctantly agrees to this, that Mackie will leave. Uh, Anthony also is going to work on Eddie, who he has a good relationship with at this point in time. Uh, they talk about watching each other's backs, that they uh, that they're good with each other. Um, and he he tells Eddie, I'm going to make sure you're not on the wrong side of this vote. Um, I'll let you know which way it falls. And so that's a very important relationship that is going to eventually uh, deteriorate as well. But right now it's very strong. They're really talking to each other about, uh, about the vote and Anthony is trying to help Eddie out to make sure he's on the right side of things. Um, so, so uh, Anthony and Dane are talking. And even though Kaylin is maybe hard to manipulate, even though she's talking about the guys working with each other. Uh, they still would prefer Kaylin over Sam and they know that Kaylin is gunning for Sam and that's why they want to keep Kaylin around. They feel like Kaylin and Sam are two sides of the same coin and Kaylin is on their side and Sam is on Adam's side. So what they would hope to do is keep Kaylin safe and uh, get 
Sam out, then go after Kalen because that would be the best way forward for them. And again, it's those two together working in tandem here, uh, more so than the pretty boys in this particular instance. Um, so, uh, Esty is going to, uh, talk to Mackie. Uh, after Dane tells Esty that Mackie is probably going to leave, Esty's like, no. Uh, Esty goes to Mackie. She tells him what to say. Say you're going after Sam. That's what people want to hear. Mackie says, okay. He talks to Anthony. He says, I'm going after Sam. Anthony says, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> Anthony goes to Dane and he says, all right, never mind. Let's keep Mackie. I like this. Mackie's going after Sam. This is good. Um, they go to Adam. Adam is like, no, I don't like this. I don't want, I don't want this. I don't, I don't want to, uh, I don't want Mackie to stay. I want Kira to stay. And they're like, sorry, bro. It's gotta be Mackie. Mackie's staying here. Um, but then as I talked about yesterday with Dane's game, Mackie shoves several feet into his mouth and keeps talking. He tells Dane at various points that he's going to put Dane up. He tells, uh, other people that he's going to put Anthony up. Uh, and then he tells Anthony that he told other people that he's putting Anthony up. And Anthony's like, why would you say that, man? I'm disappointed in you. Uh, then Anthony goes to Esty and says, Esty, I don't know about this. Mackie's now saying he's going to put me on the block. And Esty tells Anthony, don't worry about it. I control Mackie. He won't actually put you up. I will tell him what to do and he'll do it. And that was the worst thing you could have said to Anthony because Anthony then goes to Dane and says, this is no good. Mackie's a puppet, and I don't know if he's my puppet. Seems like he's Esty's puppet. Uh, he's saying my name. Esty says that she controls him. That's not good. We can't work with a puppet like that. He's too threatening. Mackie needs to go. Um, Dane says, no, I don't care. That's fine. Mackie should stay. Mackie's going after Sam. Come on, Anthony. But Anthony pushes and pushes, and Dane eventually relents, uh, saying, okay, fine, we'll keep Mackie around. Or, sorry, we'll, we'll evict Mackie. Um, Anthony then gives Eddie the heads up. Mackie is, in fact, leaving. He said my name. I have to vote him out. Uh, Eddie says, okay, I'll vote him out. Uh, should I tell Kalen? And Anthony says, no, don't tell Kalen. Don't tell Kalen. Um, so, uh, so he doesn't. And, uh, then, you know, we get Kira and Chelsea, uh, once Anthony finally hops on board for real, they celebrate with Anthony that he's staying Anthony. He's developed a good relationship with them. They feel very grateful to Anthony that he's going to help them stay or help. Uh, yeah, help them stay. So now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. 
So let's get back to the show. Then we get to the vote and we know what happens here. Kaylin ends up flipping Eddie and Damien at the last minute and it becomes a 5-5 tie. Dane breaks the tie to evict Mackie, breaking his word. And Anthony was, in fact, a vote to evict Mackie. But the fact that Kaylin flipped those votes uh, is is very, very bad for Anthony, actually, because Kaylin and Eddie were two allies of his that he could have used moving forward. And this is going to really draw a line between them that will be hard to cross back over. Um, and as we start talking about Anthony and potential jury votes in the end, uh, we definitely have to look at people like Eddie people like Kalen that he was forced to lose pre-jury that might have been votes for him if they had made the jury and his inability to control them or at least get them on board or at least have them win competitions uh, is going to be one factor when it comes to, uh, you know, getting them to jury, getting a jury vote. Uh, So that's something to think about as we go here. So. Heading into week three. Nobody would target Anthony if they won the HOH. Uh, He is completely safe at this point. He is currently working with the Pretty Boys and Dane. Dane as a final two, Pretty Boys as the group collective. Um, He has good relationships with Chelsea, Kaylin, Eddie, and Kira, although those are going to start to shift a little bit. He is neutral with Kiki, Esty, Damien, and Corey at this point in time. Uh, those will also shift. Um, and he is at the moment targeting Sam. Targeting Sam. He wants Sam to go. However, Chelsea is going to win this HOH and Sam is going to be safe. So, Chelsea wants to backdoor Kaylin. This is partly the work of Adam. Uh, Kaylin did not do herself any favors. Kaylin and, and Kira had been getting into some fights. Chelsea is obviously close to Kira, so by proxy, Chelsea is going to be a bit against Kaylin, uh, as is Sam. And, uh, and Adam, of course, has been feeding into that ever since he found out that Kaylin has been talking about a guy's thing and that Kaylin is coming for him. So, the plan is to backdoor Kaylin. It's at this point that Anthony decides, you know what? I can't get Sam out. I guess I guess we have to let Mama K go. Uh, I, I love her. I want to work with her, but we got to we got to let her go. She has been talking about the guys working together. She did just flip those votes that uh, to work against us. She is dangerous to leave in the house. Uh, so as as he talked about Sam and Kaylin, really two sides of the same coin. And if they can't get out Sam, then then they probably have to get out Kaylin. So that's that's OK with Anthony. Um, Anthony and Chelsea are really going to have an interesting relationship throughout the week. Um, they really flirt around the idea of like working together. Um, Anthony, you know, kind of prods Chelsea. He knows about the plan to backdoor Kalen and Chelsea doesn't tell him for a while. And so he tries to give her openings to tell him to make sure that she knows that she can trust him. And uh, she eventually does tell him the plan uh, after a while. And they really start to build something that gets interrupted when Kira finally goes to Chelsea and says, I feel like Anthony is a little bit sketchy, um, but we'll talk about that uh, later in the week of week three um so in the meantime damien and kiki are going to go up on the block uh this is when chelsea finally lets anthony in on the plan anthony tells uh chelsea that yeah kaylin she's very manipulative and she's like chucky it's like the doll chucky um she's like scary 
Um, Esty is going to talk to Anthony about how much she doesn't like Mark, and Anthony gives Mark a heads up, which is going to sketch them out a little bit, but they're not going to blame Anthony for it. They're going to blame uh, Dane for it a little bit, um, and Adam to some extent. Uh, Kaylin is going to talk with Eddie, and this is when, like, so this, this whole thing happened last week. Anthony told Eddie, the votes are not there. Mackie will be voted out. Vote Mackie out. Don't tell Kalen. Kalen then flipped Mackie. Mackie hoped that there was a chance that Dane would break the tie to evict Kira. It did not happen. And so uh, Eddie was a little bit sketched out uh, by that whole situation. He tells Kalen, he trusts Kalen more. He tells Kalen, hey, last week, Anthony told me not to tell you about the vote. Uh, and, and how Mackie was going to be leaving. And Kaylin says, I don't care. I don't mind. I trust Anthony. And I like that he has connections on the other side. I like that he, you know, he's with those people. He can help protect us. He can help keep us safe. Um, so Kaylin felt good about Anthony in that moment, but, uh, but Eddie did not. And, uh, Anthony is going to learn and, uh, either get a read on or get, be told from Kaylin herself that Eddie is starting to have doubts about him. And that is going to, like I said, deteriorate that relationship. Um, so. Anthony is, uh, at this point, starting to get concerned about Esty and Kiki. He feels like they might be forming an all-women alliance. Dane reassures him, it's not going to happen. I've got them unlocked. Don't worry. Don't worry. Anthony is finally going to start making the moves on Corey, pulling her closer in. Like I said, he was laying the groundwork the week before. And here in week three, he really starts to pull her in closer. He tells her that Sam is gunning for her. He says that Sam is dangerous. He wants to make sure she is anti-Sam. We talked about this in week three uh, on the live feed updates about how this is this is potentially dangerous for Anthony. He's really going out on a limb, turning her against Sam. If this gets back to Sam, Anthony could be caught, but it does not go back to Sam. He says Sam is basically a Kalen that hasn't been caught yet, and Corey eats it up. She explains that she has been trying to lie low in this game, but she is, feels like she has found a friend in Anthony. Kira and Chelsea, this is when they're finally going to talk talk about Anthony and how he likes to play the mentor role and influence people to go after each other. The cause of this is that Anthony tried talking with Kira and uh, tried separating Kira from Adam a little bit, but Kira trusted Adam too much, and so they found that to be a bit sketchy. Why is Anthony trying to turn me against Adam? That's really sketchy. He always likes to play the mentor. He's trying to turn people against each other. So Kira goes to Chelsea, explains that. Chelsea says, well, I feel good with Anthony, but I wonder if everyone feels that way. Hmm. Maybe he does play the mentor role. Maybe he is sketchy. Maybe he is trying to influence people to go after each other. Huh. Chelsea goes to Adam and says, Adam, what do you think about this? Do you think that Anthony is sketchy? I kind of feel like he plays the mentor role and tries to influence people to go after each other. And Adam is like, nah, I think he's cool. And Chelsea's like, oh, please don't tell anyone. I just told you that. And, and Adam's like, I'm not going to tell anyone. Of course not. She's like, please, please, I'm begging you. Don't tell anyone I told you that. And he's like, I'm not going to tell anyone. And then Adam goes and tells Anthony that Chelsea thinks he's sketchy. And uh, Chelsea's dead to him. Bad news bears for Chelsea. Um, so, uh, Anthony also tries to turn Adam against Sam because Dane told him that Kiki told him that she overheard Sam say that she need to, needs to get rid of Adam eventually. 
And if that's confusing to you, good. Um, it doesn't work. Like I said, shock and approach. Lots of these things don't work, but uh, when they do, they work. They work well. Um, he also floats the idea that Damien is coming for Adam, which is something that Adam should think about. This is Anthony recognizing how much Kalen does trust him and thinking about potentially flipping the vote. He's never really liked Damien, so it would be kind of great if he could get Damien out this week and keep Kalen. Kalen would be so grateful to him. He would have Kalen as a number and again, more importantly, as a person on the jury, which could be all he needs uh, this this might have been the the mistake here to uh, to let Kalen go um so uh anthony he, uh, he he tries to float this idea to adam damien is coming for you adam runs to chelsea about it he talks to sam they both still want Kalen to go even if damien is coming after him uh and dame dane and anthony are very frustrated with adam that he keeps running to those women they're too close and they need to separate him from those women so uh adam in the meantime is going to be very frustrated with anthony he keeps trying to turn him against sam like what's happening and then he's mad at him for going to chelsea when he told him to go to chelsea like adam is is kind of done with that with anthony in this moment um and this is what we talked about yesterday about dane's game dane liked to play the diplomat he liked to play the middle in the pretty boys uh anthony was firmly on one side and uh and uh, adam was on the other in this spot and uh, it's going to be a contentious relationship for most of the season this is also when sam overhears Dane and Adam talking about the pretty boys. And this is when they catch on to the fact that there's probably a guys alliance. They think that Anthony must be in on it. They kind of doubt themselves, but for now they, they've discovered the secret and the pretty boys are dead. How can they, how can they move forward now? Can't happen. Uh, Dane works on Esty and Kiki to make sure that they're good with Anthony. And uh, so Anthony starts moving in on that group and that alliance. Um, and this is when Anthony is starting to really seriously consider flipping the vote to keep Kalen. He can if he wants. He talks to Corey about it and Corey is on board. Um, he this he's fully pulled Corey in at this point. I literally have in my notes as early as week three. I wrote Corey seems firmly in Anthony's pocket at this point. So there you go. Week three, the Kalen vote. That's when Anthony 100% had Corey on lock by this uh, by this time. So Anthony then approaches Kiki and Esty about flipping the vote and convinces them to go along with it. If he wants, if he decides to, he can convince Kiki and Esty to vote out Damien. And he is on. He, he likes that. He's but he's still unsure. He's not sure. He's not sure if it's worth exposing the uh, exposing himself as a power broker by keeping Kalen here. Um, so he causes a little bit of chaos the next morning. He needs to convince Adam that that if this flip goes through, that that this is what Adam wants too. He tells Adam, "Hey, I was talking to Kiki and Esty last night, and they said Damien is coming for you." Uh, Adam was like, "Oh my god!" Um, so. Uh, Adam runs around. He talks to Damien. He talks to Kalen. The vote looks like it might flip, but it does not. Um, eventually, Anthony backs down. And uh, and and he agrees. Okay, fine. We'll we'll get rid of Kalen, um, but we're not bringing Damien in. We're not doing that because Adam wants to bring him in. He says, "Well, here's what we'll do. We'll go to Damien. We'll bring him in to the guys thing." And Anthony was like, "No, no, no. We'll keep. We'll get rid of Kalen, but we're not bringing Damien in." 
Um, so as I mentioned before, Anthony is also recognizing that Eddie is becoming a threat that they need to start looking at. Their relationship has deteriorated in the week since, uh, since the Mackie vote. And he knows that Eddie has been talking about him. So that's, uh, bad news bears for Eddie. And Kaylin is going to be evicted this week. And Anthony did in fact vote to evict her. So heading into week four, Sam and Kira might actually target Anthony if they won the HOH this week. Um, And by target Anthony, I mean, put him on the block, probably. Um, But basically here, uh, Sam or Kira, if they had won this HOH and Sam did come quite close, uh, Sam probably would have put up Dane and Anthony and Anthony actually probably would go home next to Dane in that spot. So he is very lucky that Sam did not end up winning this one and that Dane beat her in that final buzzer push because this was one of the more dangerous spots for Anthony in the game after being caught in the alliance and uh, and the women really about to potentially take a shot at the guys. I do think Anthony would have been the one to take that bullet because they did not know that Mark was part of it yet uh they only knew adam dane and anthony and so uh they were not going to target adam of that group they probably would have put dane and anthony on the block and anthony probably would have been the one to go home in that spot so luckily didn't happen sam did not win for Anthony. Uh, at this point in time, he is working with the pretty boys. He's working with Dane. He's got Corey. He's working with Corey. And he's also working with Kiki, Esty, and Dane. Uh, so he's now feeling, uh, he's not, he's now working with a lot more people. And like I said, this, this working with list can vary quite dramatically, uh, throughout the game with, uh, with Anthony. He's kind of neutral with Damien. He's not on great terms with Chelsea, Sam, Kira, or Eddie. All of those people starting to look at Anthony uh, a little bit sideways. Um, so this is a, this is not the greatest week for him position-wise. But as I said, luckily, Dane is going to win this HOH. Um, Anthony in this week is targeting Sam. He's targeting Chelsea. And he's targeting Eddie. Those are his three main targets here um sam obviously the primary one but he's also starting to look at chelsea a lot because of what adam told him about chelsea not trusting him and he recognized that he when he was you know flirting around with the working with chelsea maybe thing he recognized that chelsea was hard to manipulate now i've seen a lot of people like oh Anthony, he's playing against weak players. You know, that's the only reason that he is manipulating them. If he tried to manipulate people, if he tried to speak to people uh, from Big Brother Canada 6, the way he speaks to Kira, then it would never work and they'd never be manipulated. But I think that to counter that argument, you have to look at how he spoke to Chelsea in week three, because he recognized that he couldn't speak to Chelsea the way that he spoke to Kira. He approached Chelsea in an entirely different manner. Um, And he was very, very cautious. And what he does is he, he, you know, pokes around the exterior. He finds the weakness. He presses the weakness. He uses it uh, to exploit you. He then mentors you and helps uh, heal you from that, from that weakness. And, uh, and in the, and in the meantime, he is, he is manipulating you. Um, And so, 
I think that uh, the idea that he is just this blunt force that only works on weak people, I, I don't think so. I think that he uh, was able to work on all kinds of people throughout the season, like Chelsea, like Kalen, like Kira, um, uh, even like you know, Mark uh, and some of these other guys. Um, Adam really was only the only person that never fully bought into what Anthony said. But even then, and Adam did, uh, Adam was manipulated by Anthony at various points in the game, so never mind. I take that back. Uh, everybody was manipulated by Anthony at one point in time uh, through various methods of manipulation, not always just the most obvious versions of it. Um, so something to point out there. Uh, so Dane wins the HOH. Him and Anthony immediately conspire and they discuss targeting Sam as the back door and they're going to lie to Adam about it. And Mark is usually left out of these planning sessions. Like I said, it's always Dane and Anthony, at least up until this point. Um, he also talks about Esty wanting Sam out. Um, he uh, he talks to or sorry, he talks to Esty about how Esty wants Sam out. She's pumped. She's like, yes, we're going to get Sam out of the game. The next day after the HOH, um, Anthony starts to have second thoughts about Sam. He goes to Dane and he says, you know what? Sam actually is beneficial to us. Uh, you know, she's a big target and she helps hide the pretty boys and it might not be best for us to be the ones to take her out. That's just to make Adam mad. Um, I think we can convince other people to do it for us. I think that we can get somebody else to take the shot at Sam. Meanwhile, Chelsea is a threat to us. Maybe we should actually take Chelsea out this week and let somebody else do the targeting on Sam. Uh, Dane says, no, no, I want Sam gone. I don't like that. Um, so Anthony's like, all right, all right, just a thought. Just a thought. Uh, Adam, in the meantime, is still very frustrated with Anthony uh, from the week before. Anthony's still trying to get him to target Sam, to let Sam go home. Uh, and he is venting that frustration out on Mark. And this is a great moment for Mark and uh, his eventual relationship with Anthony. Mark tells Adam, look, I know you're frustrated with Anthony. Anthony's easy to manipulate because all you need to do is pretend to be manipulated by Anthony and then you'll be in his good graces and he's easy to manipulate from there. Now, at the time, I think a lot of us, myself included, felt like Mark was onto something that Anthony Anthony definitely was easy to manipulate in the sense that if you pretended to be manipulated by him, that uh, that things would be would be good, that he would like you and he would want to keep you around and all of that stuff. Uh, turns out not the case, not the case, as Mark will find out at the final five. Uh, Anthony actually is not easily persuaded by that uh, that tactic. Um, and he usually is able to catch on to the fact that you are not actually manipulated by him if you are not. So he was able to sniff out that Mark was not loyal to him, even though uh, Mark pretended to be for quite a while. Um, what are you going to do? Esty and Kiki talk about the possibility of a guys alliance here in week four. Uh, they keep trying to target all the women over Adam. What's up with that? And sketchy. It would be smart of them to have a guys alliance. It would be smart. Um, but you know what? Nah, we trust Dane. We trust Anthony. We like those two. They're working for us. So it doesn't matter. We like them. Chelsea and Kira go up on the block. Dane puts them up. He still wants to backdoor Sam. So that's the plan. 
uh kira tries to catch adam running info to dane and this is this is a big moment for chelsea's game because kira succeeds and uh you know adam she they they catch adam running information to dane and then uh they kind of let it slip that that they think the guys are working together that adam and dane are working together there's some kind of guys thing and anthony he goes ah I got this. He uses that information to plant the target back on Chelsea with Dane. He says, if Kira is talking about a guy's alliance, you know that's coming from Chelsea. Chelsea has to go. Dane finally relents and says, okay, we'll get rid of Chelsea instead of Sam this week. We'll do it your way. Um, so once again, Anthony is going to uh, get his way. Um, Esty at this point says to the cameras, uh, Kiki is my number one. Dane is my number two. Anthony is my number three. Number three, Anthony. Uh, Adam tries to get the target placed on Kira instead of Chelsea, but Anthony won't have it and will not let it happen. Um, Corey is going to win the veto. She consults Anthony about what to do. He tells her to talk to Dane and use it to get closer to him uh, to help forge that relationship and get Kira in closer to Dane. He likes having his allies working together so that uh, he doesn't have to turn on any of them. Um, Anthony then lets Mark know that uh, Damien is dangerous. Eddie needs to go soon. Eddie, Eddie, he can't be brought back into the fold. Things are not looking good for Eddie. Um, Dane tells the cameras that he is true to his final two with Anthony. They are getting together on the regular and discussing their final two plans. Uh, they've been doing that all the way through this week um, in past weeks. And Dane is talking to the cameras, telling them that this is genuine, that Anthony is his guy. It's going to be Dane and Anthony. It's going to be fantastic. Um, Eddie tries to tell Damien that Dane and Anthony tried to flip the vote against him the week before. Damien does not believe him. He trusts Dane. Corey helps cover for Dane and Anthony when Damien asks her about it. Uh, Damien tells Dane about this, who tells Anthony, who only takes this to be further confirmation that he needs to get rid of Eddie soon. Very soon. Sam first, then Eddie. Uh, so then. Anthony is going to be working on Kira throughout the week. Um, this is really the, the beginnings of Anthony's uh, true work with Kira. He did have a decent relationship with Kira the week before, but he really starts to he really tries to uh, keep that going here with Kira, uh, maintain a, a good enough relationship with them uh, at this point in time. Um, Especially because he is going to be a vote to keep Kira in the game. Um, so he, he's working on that relationship. They're in the same bedroom together. So that helps them as well. Chelsea is then going to be evicted. Anthony uh, is, in fact, a vote to evict her. And uh, we have a double eviction. Double eviction. Uh, in the double eviction. If Sam won the double eviction, she might nominate Anthony. In fact, I think she would likely nominate Anthony if she won. Um, and he would definitely go home if he was up against Dane. He would stay if he was up against Corey. And uh, 
bit of a toss up on what would happen there. He definitely could have gone home in this double eviction. It is a possibility. It is a possibility. Um, more likely that Corey goes home, but uh, but he could have gone home here. And uh, th- these things matter when we're comparing Dane and Anthony's game, because I do feel like Dane was a lot safer in these spots. Um, at this point in time, he's working with the pretty boys. He's working with Dane. He's working with Corey and he's working with Kiki, Esty and Dane uh, as a group. Um, he has a good relationship with Kira. He's neutral with Damien. He's not on great terms with Sam or Eddie. He's targeting Sam. Secondarily targeting Eddie. Adam is going to win HOH and Eddie's going to go home. Just like that. One of his targets done. Anthony did vote Eddie out. Week five. Same, same setup here. Uh, still working with the same people, still good with the same people, not on great terms with Sam, uh, but Eddie being gone is great, uh, and he's going to be targeting Sam. However, Sam wins the HOH. Now, Sam wanted to put Anthony on the block. She did. Uh, she wanted to take a shot at Anthony um, and did not because. Kira and Adam, uh, you know, were like, hey, no, 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 don't target Anthony. Don't put up Anthony. Don't put up Anthony and Corey. You should put up other people like Kiki and uh, I may uh, maybe Mark, whatever. Uh, So Anthony is protected here from Sam's HOH. This could have been a bad spot for him, but uh, but he is protected by Adam and Kira. They tell Sam that they that Sam should build trust with Anthony, that they can work with Anthony and Corey. So Sam takes Anthony to Wendy's and they talk about building trust. Uh, Anthony is going to give Dane the heads up after the Wendy's talk and let him know what they talked about at Wendy's and says, hey, Mark is going to be going up on the block with Kiki. They once again reiterate their final two. Um, they talk about, you know, keeping Mark safe, flipping the vote to keep him if uh, if necessary. Blood veto happens. Um, people notice that Corey ran straight to Dane and Anthony at that point uh, during the blood veto that she was going to them basically for instructions. And that's the the perception that Corey is uh, being used by them, or at least uh, is a uh, tool for them, is, is really spawning from this moment here with the blood veto. Um. Sam and Kira are really talking about targeting guys. They really want to make sure a guy leaves. This is due to Estes campaigning, plus the knowledge that they have about the potential guys alliance. Um, and so when they talk about potential guy targets, Anthony is not one of them. Anthony has done good enough work with Sam and Kira that they both feel good about Anthony. They do not want Anthony to be targeted. Uh, if 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 the worst happens, they eventually settle on Damien uh, of all people because uh, they think that Damien would need to leave uh, as one of the guys. Oh boy. Um, Adam and Dane are going to try and push for the Corey backdoor. They really want Corey to be backdoored. Sam is initially reluctant because she doesn't want to make Anthony mad. But Kira, uh, after, but, but, uh, but eventually relents and says, okay, Adam, we'll do, we'll do the Corey backdoor. Then Kira tells Anthony about the Corey backdoor plan. Kira doesn't really want it to happen. And Kira thinks that, that they, they can get in further with Anthony and Corey if they, uh, if they let Anthony know. And so 
Once Anthony finds out, he gets to work. He talks to Adam and lets him know uh, how to get Sam on board to take out Kiki. He says, no, look, you need this is what you need to do, Adam. Adam listens to him. He this is when he is able to manipulate Adam into keeping Corey around. And he convinces Adam to to convince Sam. uh, And through his words that Adam speaks, uh, Sam is convinced to take out Kiki and uh, Kira in the meantime, based on their conversation with Anthony feels like Anthony is anti Dane and that the boys thing is cracked. And so they don't have to use the blood veto. They want Kiki to leave. This is magic that Anthony performs here uh, this week that what he is able to do. It's it's ridiculous. Um, first of many, first of many. Um, so. The pretty boys uh, do get into some fights here uh, about about the uh, the side uh, side alliances, who they're going to take to the final five. Anthony really sticks up for Corey. Um, uh, Dane really wants Esty to be taken. Um, Adam and Mark would like Kira um, and Kira is kind of a nice secondary person for Anthony uh, if Corey is not going to make it. So Anthony does stick up for uh, Kira a little bit as well and so uh, kind of three to one they agree Kira is probably the best choice here so uh, Dane is going to give Anthony the heads up that Esty has been saying his name and it's be- because it's becoming clear to Esty that Anthony is not on their side anymore Esty last week was saying Anthony was her number three Anthony is now in her bad book list thing it's a, a target for the young bloods because uh, she can tell that Anthony is not on their side. He's going to be voting Kiki out. Uh, she doesn't like that. So Dane gives Anthony the heads up there and Esty is going to become a target for Anthony. Um, Kira is going to bond more with Corey and Anthony throughout the week. This is uh, they they tell them, hey, it was Dane that convinced Adam to convince Sam to backdoor you, Corey. Uh, and then after Kira leaves, Anthony's like, nah, that's not how it happened. There's more to that story. It was not Dane. I don't believe it was Dane. Ooh. <laughs> um. Dane and Anthony, again, reiterate their final two. They're talking about this a lot still. Dane and Anthony, final two. Anthony starts to work on Mark, though. Um, And this is because he is a little bit disappointed that Dane was... Because Anthony knows that Dane really was trying to get Corey backdoored. And Dane did not tell him. He's still protecting Dane, but he's disappointed in Dane. And so this is a very clear starting point for the Mark and Anthony relationship. Anthony tells Mark, hey, the other guys, they've been sketchy. Adam's been with Sam, and now Dane is really looking out for his best interests. He wants to keep Kiki around this week. That's not good for us. Uh, Mark says, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, I want to get closer to Corey. Anthony says, good. I'll help you out. I like that. Uh, so, uh, and th- this is, this is Mark in some ways trying to manipulate Anthony to, uh, to get close to Anthony and use Anthony to, uh, to break up the pretty boys. That's what Mark would like to do. We know that Mark eventually gets caught in Anthony's trap, Anthony's web, but, uh, but for now he thinks this is a great opportunity. Um, Anthony and Kira and Corey are going to bond even more. Like I said, they're in the same bedroom still. And this is when they do their study session. They're really starting to bond as a trio, uh, a group of three that they they're really uh, good together. Um, 
Kira really feels good about their position in the game at this point. They really feel like they've turned Anthony and Corey against Dane. They've got Sam and Adam uh, against Dane. Um, Adam, Sam, Corey, and Anthony do make a deal, the four of them, excluding Kira, which Kira will be mad about later. Um, but Anthony and Corey say, we're not, uh, we're not going to stick to this deal. Um, Anthony says, uh, you know, they're sketchy. We're, you know, we're making a deal with them for now, but we're not going to stick to it. Um, Corey gives Anthony the heads up that Kira is trying to target Dane and, uh, don't like that's, that's, that's not, it's not great. But Corey at this moment does not want to target Sam. She tells Anthony this. I don't want to target Sam. She feels good about her relationship with Sam. And this is this this was genuine. This was real. Corey is bonding with Sam in this uh, toward the end of this week and uh, really starting to feel good about Sam. Anthony, of course, is going to turn that around over the next few days. Um, But for now, doesn't want to target Sam. Anthony also spends a lot of time trying to work on Damien this week, but it doesn't really go anywhere. Um, Damien is not very susceptible to Anthony's manipulation. And honestly, uh, thinking about it, Damien is probably the one person that Anthony was never truly able to manipulate. And that's one of the reasons why he was never uh, very fond of Damien. Um, You might actually say Eddie was another one of those people um, just because, I mean, Eddie was on Anthony's side at one point, but as soon as he got a a whiff of sketchiness from Anthony, he never went back. Uh, That spelled Eddie's doom. uh, But, Damien was able to hang in there for a bit longer. But uh, but this week in particular, Anthony, he tries a lot. He tries very hard. He spends a lot of time working on Damien, um, but he doesn't really get anywhere. So, again, shotgun approach. Uh, he also tries to get Adam to throw the next HOH, which doesn't really work. Uh, and he also bonds with Kira even more. Uh, they talk about uh, the Kira's BPD. They ta- Kira starts really going to him for... Um, emotional support and uh and stuff like that they're very close at this point in time so kiki is going to be evicted here anthony does vote her out heading into week six once again nobody will target anthony if they win hoh he is back on the side of everything good and happy this is his strongest point in the game he's working with the pretty boys he's got a final two with dane with Corey. He's working with Mark. He's working with Sam, Adam, and Corey. He's also working with Kira and Corey. Um, he's neutral with Damien, and he's not on great terms with Esty, but that's basically it. Uh, his targets at this point are Sam, Damien, and, uh, and Esty a little bit. So, that's the current state of Anthony. But Corey's going to win this HOH. Which means he's got to put some work in. He gives Dane the heads up. You need to sell to Corey that you had nothing to do with the backdoor plan. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to soften her up. Uh, and so he does. He says uh, to Corey, hey, Sam is sketchy. She was probably the person who started this backdoor plan. I believe Dane. Dane comes in, finishes the job. He's got all these people corroborating his story. All the stories line up. Adam, Sam, and Kira's stories do not line up. So that's... uh. It's not good for Sam. And uh, he eventually lands uh, on Esty and Dane for the nominations with a plan to backdoor Sam. That's what Anthony has in store for Corey's HOH. Uh, Corey goes to the Wendy's window and Dimitri tells her that uh, he never once doubted his partner on Big Brother Canada 5 and that uh, staying loyal is a great thing. Be loyal. Corey's like, ah, man, it's like you and me, Anthony. 
gotta be loyal to each other to the end, no doubts. And things like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, Anthony starts planting seeds against Damien here, uh, here in week, uh, week six. Seeds against Damien with Corey to make sure that he separates Corey from Damien. Um, it's not good for Damien. Corey was his only real ally. Uh, says, uh, Damien's too close to SD. You're too close. Can't trust Damien. Can't trust him. Uh, Anthony tells Corey, this is a legendary move. You're going to take Sam out. This is legendary. This is the, really the beginning of, uh, of Anthony using this as a manipulation tactic. Uh, this is legendary. You're going to be a legend. Corey's like, yeah, I'm going to be a legend like Dimitri. Um, Anthony gives Kira a pep talk after a fight with Dane and encourages them to make up with him. Uh, the seeds against Damien start to grow as Corey starts to recognize and see things that they weren't seeing before. Oh, I see him talk with SD all the time now. A- Anthony, you're totally right. Um, oh, wow. I can't believe I noticed something after you pointed it out even more. It's like it's almost like that's a psychological effect or something. Um, uh anthony spends a lot of time working kira this week trying to make sure that he can retain them as a number even though he's about to blindside their closest ally uh does not work out exactly how he wants but uh he does spend a lot of time working on it planting seeds for a reconciliation that will happen later um anthony also helps mark get closer to Corey. Uh, uh, on Mark's uh, request Sam is going to go up on the block and Kira is going to be very mad and he tries to uh, to work the situation but Kira is having none of it they, re- they recognize that Anthony is behind this that Anthony is not trying to keep Sam safe and they are very frustrated with Anthony they don't like it, the relationship really starts to degrade from here um, Anthony in the meantime is getting even closer with Mark. Um, uh, he, he has brought Dane in with Corey, but he is also working with Mark. He's now kind of double dealing with Dane and Mark. Um, this is when he says, because uh, he also is able to get, um, once Sam goes on the block and Adam accepts that Sam is going home, Anthony is like, I feel like I'm Charles Xavier in here. I'm like Charles Xavier. Um, it's mind control. Uh, he continues to uh, to veto the idea of bringing Damien into the guys thing. Make sure that Damien does not get in with the guys that he's separated from uh, from uh, from Corey and uh, no Damien. None of it. None of it. Um, he discusses with Mark that Damien or Esty need to be the next to go. Those are the next targets. Damien and Esty. Uh, Dane and Adam want to start, uh, are starting to want Corey gone soon, but Anthony says that's a bad idea. Corey is good for us. Corey's good. Uh, Sam and Kira get more and more annoyed with Anthony as the week goes on. Um, but, uh, but at this point, Anthony has fully turned Corey against Damien, uh, saying that Damien probably knew about the backdoor plan. And, uh, and Corey's like, yeah, you're right. Damien's the worst. Um, Kira still wants to take Anthony far in the game, even though the relationship has deteriorated. And the reason is because Anthony is weak. Kira sees Anthony as weak in the game. So he's a good person to take to the end, uh, even though they're very annoyed with him 
at this point in time. Uh, this is also the week where Anthony puts Adam in his place. Uh, you know, because he's blowing bubbles into Sam's mouth. You, you shower together. You shower together. And that, that happened. Sam is evicted. Anthony did vote her out. So, heading into week seven. Once again, nobody will target Anthony if they win this HOH. He is currently working with the pretty boys. He's got Dane, he's got Mark, and he's got Corey. Uh, he's somewhat neutral with Damien and Esty. He has tried to repair his relationship with Esty from the whole uh, Kiki situation, um, and it has somewhat worked. But uh, so he's kind of neutral with them at this point. Not on great terms with Kira at the moment, uh, even though Kira is kind of willing to let Anthony come to the end game because he's weak. Kira is not pleased with Anthony and does not like him at this point in time. And he is going to be targeting Damien and Esty. Those are his targets here. Uh, Mark wins the next HOH and Anthony is going to spend time immediately trying to bond with Kira. Once again, he talks about his family, his mother uh, and his father. Um, he also uh, is going to talk with Mark. Mark wants to nominate Adam with either Damien or Esty. Uh, he does not want to nominate Corey. Dane is annoyed at that. Dane is very annoyed. He's, he's starting to get annoyed at Mark. He's also starting to get annoyed at Anthony because he recognizes that Anthony is, uh, is, is you know the cause of Mark being unwilling to put Corey on the block. Anthony, in the meantime, is okay with Adam being nominated, but he would rather Damien and Esty just go straight up on the block. Um, he says, if Adam does get nominated, I need to make a final three with Adam and Corey. Uh, so... He does so. He, he, he talks to Adam. He tells Adam, he says, Adam, you need to go in. You need to act mad and then uh, say all these things that you've been acting uh, like a dummy. And uh, he gives Adam a whole script to talk to Corey about. Uh, Adam does the whole script. Uh, Corey's like, whoa, yeah. And then Corey goes to Anthony and she tells him what Adam told her, which is what Anthony told Adam to tell her. And, uh, and then Anthony's like, Oh wow, that's great. That's great. You did such a great job. You're such a legend, Corey. Um, and then, uh, you know, the, the, I talked about this in the live feed updates. This is a, another fantastic moment from Anthony. He's literally giving people scripts to, to read from and, uh, and it works like a charm. Um, so Corey feels good about Adam. She feels good about Adam. Uh, but even though she doesn't, even though she feels good about Adam, she still was talking about taking a shot at him if uh, presented with the opportunity. Um, and Anthony doesn't particularly like that at this point in time. Um, so that's something to know. Uh, Anthony does not like that Mark made the decision to put up Adam without his input. This is, uh, I think, one of the marks against Mark here uh, that Mark really came up with the decision to go Adam and somebody else without talking to Anthony. And then when talking to Anthony, Anthony suggested, maybe we just do Damien and, and Esty. And, and Mark said, no, I want to do Adam. Anthony did not like that. Um, so Anthony and Kira are going to get into an argument. This is about uh, who was more obsessed with who. Uh, Kira, you follow Chelsea around. Oh, Anthony, you follow Corey around. Uh, they get into an argument there, and then they make up. Uh, they have, a, like I said, this very contentious relationship throughout the season, but uh, it's a very high emotional state here between the two of them. Uh, then Anthony finds out 
that Dane. Well, he doesn't find out that Dane, but Dane works on Mark, has been working on Mark all week long to get him to backdoor Corey. He finally pushes it through and Mark agrees to backdoor Corey. Mark then tells Anthony, look, if the veto is used and somebody comes down, you're not going to like the result. Uh, And Anthony says, what? Uh, He goes straight to Dane and he's like, Adam is the worst. I can't believe he's doing this. Uh, he he's he yells. Um, he he had yelled at Adam before. And they get into this whole thing. Uh, Adam comes in. He's like, Oh, Adam's gonna be in here. Oh, look, Adam's here. Oh, Adam, why 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 can't we talk? Huh? Uh, you know, and this whole thing. I'm I'm not like you, Adam. I'm not like you. This is fine. This is fine. I don't need Corey to stay, but Corey should stay because she's loyal. Um, and you know, all you know, you know, you know what happened here. Uh, Damien eventually walked in. That was awkward. Um, but, uh, but Anthony's very, very upset, very, very upset. He blames Adam. Uh, he talks to, to Mark. He says, you can't let this happen. Corey is with us. With us. Um, but Mark remains flipped by Dane. He sticks with the plan. He says, sorry, man, it's gotta be Corey. Um, Adam then wins the veto. And the next day, Anthony goes to work on Mark again. He says, listen to me. Listen to me. Corey loves you. You need to think about yourself, not Adam. Think about yourself. Adam hasn't helped us at all. We've protected Adam this whole season. We don't need to protect him anymore. This is about us. Think about yourself. Corey loves you. Corey will keep you safe in the triple eviction. And he gets Mark to flip once again. Mark now feels good about Anthony and Corey. And Mark is not now from this point forward going to start to talk about Mark, Corey and Anthony being a thing more so than the pretty boys that they might want to start taking shots at the pretty boys. He thinks that he can use Anthony, like I said, to take shots against the pretty boys. This spoke to him. This talk of screw the pretty boys. Think about yourself. That's what Mark had always been thinking. So Mark turns and he flips and he keeps Corey around, or at least he tries to. Um, Kira is once again very annoyed at Anthony for once again ruining their plans in their game uh, that Corey is not going on the block. Uh, Anthony at this point is so uh, uh, the, so the, so then the secret assassin nominates Corey after Anthony manages to get uh, you know Esty and Damien on the block together. Corey goes up. Those are his two targets. Esty and Damien, they're finally on the block. He made it happen. And then the secret assassin puts up Corey, his closest ally. He's pissed. He's pissed. He goes to Dane. He says, Dane, you should, you need to keep Corey. And Dane says, sorry, bro. I think Corey's, Corey's dangerous. She can beat us. And Anthony says, that doesn't matter. Corey is loyal. That's what matters. And Dane says, "Eh, dude, sorry. This is the point where uh, Anthony fully is going to move off of the Dane train and onto the Mark train. Um, Mark is uh, going to be his primary ally from this point forward uh, for the time being, at the very least. Uh, so. Uh, he uh, he he even tells Mark, he even tells Mark, Mark, I'm only going to vote for you or Corey in the final two. Only you or Corey. Pretty upset. 
game set. Uh, the Pretty Boys are going to continue to argue for the rest of the week, but uh, we do know that Corey was eventually evicted. Anthony did not vote to evict Corey. This is the one and only time he does not vote correctly. Uh, and it was not uh, not his will that Corey went home. Uh, I do think we can give him a little bit of a pass because this was a twist. But uh, but I think it's less of a pass than I'd give uh, Dane's vote for Esty because that was largely symbolic, whereas this one was genuinely against what Anthony wanted. And he voted to keep Corey in the game. So we get to week eight. Esty, Damien and Kira all might target Anthony if they win, but only as a secondary target to Corey, who he will stay against. So if Esty, Damien, or Kira won the HOH, they would likely put up Corey and Anthony, or maybe Corey, uh, you know, Esty might put up Corey and Kira. Uh, Damien might put up Corey and Anthony. Uh, actually, Damien probably wouldn't put up Corey. Oh, no, no, he would. Uh, no, Damien would put up Mark, sorry. Um, Esty would probably put up Corey and Mark. Uh, Kira would probably put up Corey and anthony at this point um damien would probably put up Corey and mark but anthony would probably go up as a renom if Corey won the veto and then mark or anthony could be in danger anthony probably not in danger this week is what i'm trying to get at uh many many other outcomes that can happen but there are a few small tiny outcomes where anthony might have gone home if the wrong person won hoh and then the wrong person won the veto Something to think about. This is probably the second worst positioned, uh, worst position he had in the game in terms of uh, being safe. Um, like I said, it's all over. It varies wildly because last week he was safe. He was like the two weeks ago. He was the safest he'd ever been. Nobody was targeting him. He was working with like most of the house. And then two weeks later, he uh, he's got a lot of people potentially targeting him. And the people he's working with have dramatically uh, gone down. Uh, he's working with the pretty boys and within the pretty boys he's working with Mark and that's it. He's got nobody else. Um, he is not on great terms with SD Damien or Kira. Uh, he's, uh, he's really in a, in a bit of a tough spot here. This is a, a low point in Anthony's game. He's targeting Adam. He's pissed at Adam for being the secret assassin. He's targeting Damien. He's targeting SD. He's targeting Kira. He's targeting a lot of people. Um, Adam wins the HOH. If Anthony had won this HOH, he indicated to us that he was going to take a shot at Adam. Would it have landed? Not likely. Not likely. Adam almost definitely would have won this veto competition anyway, uh, and he likely would not have gone home if he was on the block unless he was on the block against Dane, which might have been the case. But who knows? Who knows? Um, so uh, Anthony is pissed. Adam wins HOH. Anthony is pissed about Corey. He goes off on Kira. Kira is scared of him. This is the whole argument where Anthony sits down on the floor and says, I'm going to sit and whisper so that I don't intimidate you. Um, that's when this happens. And it's this big, big argument. Uh, Anthony does try to get Kira on the block, but it is unsuccessful. Like I said. Shotgun approach. Uh, Damien and Esty are going to be the people to go up on the block as a fake backdoor plan for Mark. Uh, Anthony does make a concerted effort to get closer to Kira this week, and he tells Mark to do the same. 
tells Mark to do the same. Says, Mark, you need to get closer to Kira. Mark does so, and it's successful. Um, Damien is going to win the veto. And this is when they have the pretty boys have the, how they come together. Anthony and Mark discuss, all right, what we need to do is uh, you're going to pitch for Dane to go up on the block instead of you. So that's what Mark does in the pretty boy meeting. They convince Dane to go up on the block instead of Mark. And in order to do so, they bring in Kira and they offer Kira a final five deal. Kira accepts it. Dane then makes a final three with Kira and they talk and they decide Dane should not go on the block. Uh, they tell Anthony this and Anthony is like, um, I don't like that. Dane should go on the block, but he eventually concedes. Okay, fine. Mark will go on the block. Um, Mark and Anthony had talked about, uh, hey, if Dane is on the block, maybe we should take a shot. Nah, probably not. But maybe we might be able to. Um, so that's that was something that they were considering, but it was uh, cut short because Mark ended up on the block instead. And Dane also let Anthony know that he made a final three with Kira. So Anthony had that information. He then used that information to flip Kira against Dane and make sure that Kira ends up targeting Dane moving forward from this week. Um, So Kira is now talking to the cameras about a final three with Adam and either Anthony or Mark. That's their ideal final three at this point in time. Uh, Mark and Anthony then discuss their target for the double. Mark wants to target Dane. Anthony says, no, not Dane. It should be Adam. Adam. Target Adam in the double eviction. Okay. So, SD is evicted. Anthony did vote to evict her. And we have a double eviction. Once again, nobody will target Anthony in this HOH if they win. Uh, he's working with the pretty boys and Mark. He's on good terms now with Kira. He flipped that relationship around. He is not on good terms with Damien, uh, who would put him on the block if Damien won. Um, but, but Anthony, so sorry, Damien would target Anthony, but he would, the target would be somebody like Adam or, uh, or Mark. Um, so Anthony would probably stay in that, in that spot. Anthony's probably completely safe here at the double eviction. Uh, he is targeting Adam, Dane and Damien in the double eviction. Those are the people he would like to go home. Uh, Dane wins this HOH. He puts up Damien. Damien goes home. Just like that, we're into week nine. Week nine. Same setup. He's still targeting Adam and Dane. Kira wins the HOH. We saw all this play out very recently, but we're going to go through it very quickly. Anyway, uh, Anthony throws Adam under the bus to Kira. Now, remember, just last week, Kira had been flipped by Anthony against Dane. He used the information about the final three. This is a very important move. And again, if you want details, then you should go and listen to the the, uh, the relevant updates or even the roundtables where we discuss in a little more detail. But basically, he went to Kira with the knowledge that Dane had made had made a final three with them. He said Dane has made other final threes with Damien. He's made final three with Esty. He's made all sorts of final threes. Don't believe Dane when he makes a final three. He's probably made one with you. And if and if and if he did, 
then uh, you wouldn't have to say loyal to that final three. Uh, that's when Kira decides to go against Dane. But at that point, they still wanted Adam to work with them. They still wanted Adam in the final three. So it is not until the morning after Kira's HOH win when Anthony talks to them and says, hey, Adam manipulates you. Adam has a final two deal with Dane. He's going to take Dane to the final two. Adam, he, he, uh, what they talk about, how he brings up Sam in order to manipulate you. At that point, Kira then started to talk about, hmm, maybe I should nominate Adam next to Dane because then, uh, uh, you know, then Adam can't use the veto on Dane. Um, and, and they were very okay with that once they found out that Adam is not on their side as much as they thought he was. Adam is no longer in Kira's final three plans. So Adam and Dane go on the block. Anthony says, Mark, this is my HOH. It's my HOH. Adam blows up. As we saw, he blows up. He says, Anthony, you were trying to get Kira on the block last week. And now I'm on the block. And Anthony denies it. And they get into a whole big thing. Uh, But in the middle of the fight, Adam says, hey, Stop this. He hugs him. They cry. Anthony changes his mind. He no longer wants Adam to go home. Adam is loyal. He sees it. He sees that Adam's loyal. Dane, not loyal. Dane was happy about this whole situation. So he changes his mind. He goes to Adam. He convinces Adam. He says, hey, I'm going to keep you. And then he spills all of the information he's been holding on to with Dane all season long. He finally lets it loose and tells Adam that Dane has been playing him. Adam isn't sure whether to believe Anthony. Um, But Anthony wants to keep him and he's happy about that. So Anthony proposes a final two to Adam and Adam accepts the final two. Adam then wins the veto. After Adam wins the veto, Anthony goes to Dane and he says, look, man, I'm sorry. The only thing is, you know, the thing, the thing is, you weren't loyal. You evicted Corey. You shouldn't have done that. You were not on my side. Dane is upset, but he says, I'm not, I'm not out yet. The next morning, he pitches to Anthony. He says, man, you need me. I love you. Kobe and Shaq worked together. Even though they disagreed, we win. We win. We win. We'll win together. You need me. I got, the, I got this calendar. It's got macaroni. We got this. And Anthony, again, changes his mind. Decides he's going to keep Dane and evict Mark. Mark, who has been telling him that Kira is talking about taking Mark to the final two. And Mark says, don't worry, I'm loyal to you, Anthony. I'm manipulated by you, Anthony. Don't worry. But Anthony sees through it and decides that Dane is more genuine. So Anthony evicts Mark from the game, uh, but not before. convincing Kira that this is the best move for Kira. He goes to Kira and says, hey, Mark's been saying your name. Mark's really dangerous. Mark has a rhyme. And Kira's like, why aren't we getting Mark out? And Anthony's like, I don't know. Maybe that's a good idea. Great, great, great on you for thinking about it, Kira. Um, he does have to stay on top of Kira and, uh, and convince them multiple times throughout the week, telling them they're a lion, they're a legend, all of that stuff. Um, once again, incredible from Anthony, what he is capable of doing here. Um, but we do have to talk about whether this was the right move because uh, heading into the final four, 
Dane is going to win the next HOH. Anthony has final two deals with each of the remaining final four. He's got one with Dane, with Adam, and with Kira. He's targeting Adam, probably. Uh, he So Dane wins HOH. They talk about their final two. They're going to do it. Um, they're going to evict Adam if they can. Adam loses the final veto. Dane wins it. And they discuss whether uh, when they're going to break it to Adam that Adam is leaving. So... Assuming that they evicted Adam, heading into the final three, Adam ha- or Anthony has final two deals with Kira and Dane. Now, he made the move to keep Dane at the final five over Mark. We know from Mark, because I spoke to him, that Mark is not planning or was not planning on taking uh, Dane or sorry, a- Anthony to the final two. Um, Mark did not. Did not think that uh, he could win against Anthony. He wanted to take Kira. We don't know whether Dane will take Anthony to the final two or not. Um, But Mark probably would not have won or had as much of a chance to win in the final three. Uh, So uh, there are a lot of things to consider here. Right? Uh, With Dane... If you have Dane in the game and it's Dane, Adam and Anthony, we know uh, we know that Adam probably would have taken Dane because what we learned in the final four is that Adam went to Dane and told him about the final two he made with Anthony. Uh, So Adam was probably more loyal to Dane. If Adam wins that final three HOH, he takes Dane. Probably if Dane wins, he takes Anthony. So that's like a 50 50 shot. It's not the greatest for Anthony. Um, If it's Dane and Kira. Kira has made a final two with Dane, which I do believe to be more genuine than their final two with Anthony and Dane might take Anthony. I also feel like that's kind of a 50 50 uh, between the chance that Kira can win and take Dane or that Dane will win and take Kira. So that's not the greatest either, necessarily. Um, If he had kept Mark. I do believe that Adam would have remained faithful to his final two with Anthony. I'm not sure, but I do think he would have. He was burned by Kira. He's definitely not taking Kira. And he never had that close of a relationship with Mark, who also has burned him in the past. I do believe Adam would have remained loyal to Anthony and taken Anthony to the end. Now, can Anthony beat Adam in a jury vote? That's another question to ask. But uh, if he evicts Dane at final five, he gets to the final four with Adam and Mark. We have, we can probably say that Adam wins the, uh, these competitions without Dane to compete against. Adam then evicts Kira. And at that point, I think Mark takes Anthony and Adam takes Anthony. And I actually do feel like that's probably a better spot for Anthony. So this might have been a mistake. But it's hard, and we won't know for sure until we find out what Dane does and what happens with the jury vote. So that's important to uh, to note there. Um, but uh, but that's what it's looking like here uh, at the final four. So if Adam is evicted, it is uh, important to uh, to note here that the final three will consist of Kira, Dane, and Anthony. It will likely come down to a part three with either Kira and Dane or Anthony and Dane. Dane has a leg up 
on this competition. I do believe that Kira will take Dane, but Anthony has been known to convince Kira of many a thing. So uh, he could convince Kira to take him, at which point I think Anthony wins. Um, if Dane wins, I don't know. We talked about this last night on the roundtable. I don't know whether he takes Anthony or not, and I don't know if Anthony beats him or not. So lots of uh, things up in the air there with uh, with all of that. So. So. Um, when we look at the exit interviews that I did, uh, Sam has rated, uh, has ranked, uh, Anthony below Dane, but, uh, and also below Kira, I think, or no, I think the, uh, she rated, I believe it was Dane, uh, or it was Adam, Dane, Anthony, Kira, or it might've been Kira, Anthony. I don't remember. Um, but she really talked about wanting to reward the best player, and so uh, she would likely be a vote for Anthony over Kira, but would be probably a vote for Dane over Anthony. Um, Corey ranked Anthony number one. Dane was way down at number five. Kira was down at number six, and Adam was number three. So Corey probably a vote for Dane or for Anthony. Um, Esty ranked Dane number one. Anthony number four, Adam number five, and Kira number six. So Esty could be a vote for Anthony over Adam or Kira, but would likely be a vote for Dane over Anthony. Uh, Damien ranked Dane number two, Anthony number three, Kira was last at five, and Adam was number one. So once again, Dane having a slight edge over Anthony with the Damien rankings. Mark ranked Adam number one, Dane number two, Anthony number three, Kira number four. So yet again, Dane ranked above Anthony. According to these exit interviews, Adam could beat Anthony. Dane could beat Anthony. Kira probably would not. But it's going to be a close vote either way, for sure. Very close vote. So that's what we're looking at heading into this Final. So let's uh, let's sum up Anthony's game here. Uh, let's start to, sum- to, to do the summary here. Uh, Michael wants to know: Anthony is all about good TV. Do you think Anthony has an epic speech about keeping Adam and humiliates Kira on and votes them out? He has been trying to humiliate someone all season. His words. Um, I do not. I do not. I do not think that is likely. Um, is it? Is it possible? Maybe, but I don't think it's likely. Uh, Jessica wants to know, Anthony, that's the same question. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so there you go. That's, uh, that's, that's that question. Um, so let's talk about Anthony's game. Uh, Anthony came into the game and he learned it very quickly. He was not as consistent or as adaptable as Dane's game was, but his highs were so much higher than uh, than than Dane's were. Uh, only a few times that he was in a position where he could have gone home, uh, which I think was a little bit more than uh, than Anthony. But uh, like I said, he had much more control and influence throughout the game than anybody else throughout the uh, the season. Um, 
if you look at if you're if we're looking at Dane versus Anthony, Dane was a more consistent, a more well-rounded and a more adaptable player. But Anthony had control over the season. What Anthony wanted, Anthony got uh, the shotgun approach meant that he failed in a lot of his different ideas. But the ones he succeed, but he always found one to succeed. He controlled the eviction. Uh, he controlled the boot order for the most part. Um, there were very few times where. Uh, where Anthony did not get his way. Uh, one of those times was with Corey. And one of those times was with, I guess, Laura. Um, but for the most part, he got his way. Now, did he make the correct decisions with the boot order is something that we can talk about. Losing Kaylin, losing Eddie. Uh, these are people that could have theoretically been votes for Anthony if he had been if they had been in the jury Uh, and he let them go early he let the relationships deteriorate because he was working on he was focusing on people that he could manipulate better which was great for his game to control the season but not always focusing on the jury and that I think comes from his lack of game knowledge Uh, he never even I think finished a full season he doesn't really understand how the jury works and what happens with the jury questioning and so that has not been his primary concern. In the meantime, Dane, being the more well-rounded player, has focused on the jury. He's made sure to give people pity votes where he needs to. He's made sure to do jury management with key members of the jury like Sam. Um, it seems clear to me that Dane has outplayed Anthony when it comes to jury management. However, Anthony has played such a strong and dominating game that he has puppets on the jury in Corey in in potentially Kira if it comes down to Dane versus Anthony um and uh and even Mark who said he would vote for Dane over Anthony we still feel like probably would have a vote uh cast for Anthony over Dane but uh but that depends so that's it that's if Dane takes Anthony and cuts Kira I think he'll probably find that to be a silly decision but again I've also said on the round table that I feel like Mark would be a vote for Dane if he feels like that's the way the rest of the votes are going as well um and he might just vote for Dane anyway but the point being uh Anthony does have some votes on that jury probably probably um so, so that's, that's how to look at that. You know, um, Corey was the only time he didn't vote correctly. Uh, that Corey moment was his lowest point in the game. His lack of competition prowess helped him immensely. Uh, people saw him as weak and they didn't think he was worth targeting. Uh, and he surrounded himself with other big targets. Uh, all around him, he had big targets. Adam, Dane, Corey, all of these people were big targets around him so that if he went on the block, he would hopefully stay. That was not the case with Dane, and he was in danger when it came to Dane. But other than that, he was very safe, largely because of his lack of competition prowess, which was which served him very well. Um, unfortunately, it was not faked. And so when it comes to the end game, he did not have the ability to win himself to the end, which is why he needed Dane. And uh, and that's all. Good. Now, see, like the thing about Anthony's game is that all season long, we worried about his end game. How does his end game work? And it turns out he did have a plan. Kira was a secret sleeper cell and uh, and Adam, he was going to make sure he had the ammo to turn Adam against Dane. Now, it seems like he failed in turning Adam against Dane and but he did succeed with Kira. 
And so now the question becomes, I mean, he was able to get Adam out theoretically, um, you know, if, if, if that's what happened and he has Dane, if he can beat Dane in a jury vote, then it justifies all of the decisions that Anthony has made. If, if Dane wins and takes Anthony, he stays loyal and Anthony beats him. Then I think we look back and we say, this was the best game in the season by far. I think that that is the highest level of gameplay that anybody can achieve this season. However, if Anthony doesn't get taken by Dane, or if Anthony loses the jury vote to Dane, we do have to question some of the decisions that were made by Anthony late in the end game and say those were probably mistakes and it was probably his lack of upfront uh, knowledge about the game that cost him the win here because he didn't understand the jury quite as well, or he had the wrong read on Dane who was able to manipulate him. Uh, and in that case, I do think we probably would say Dane is the better player, though not quite as good as Anthony could be if Anthony won. Um, so that would be, that would be my read on that situation. That would be my read on that situation. And it's all, of course, uh, very, um, you know, uh, up to like how this happens, what the jury says, how close the vote is and uh, and all of that. So lots of stuff uh, up in the air here to uh, to talk about. But either way, they're both incredible players. And Anthony has played a completely dominating game. His dominating presence in the game helped him manipulate people and get his way. But it also did get him into a lot of disagreements uh, with people throughout the season. And that may also be a reason that uh, either people do vote for him because they felt close enough to argue with him or that they may not might not feel as close to him as as, as they want to. And uh, and and might not want to vote for him. Uh, Stacked wants to know, will Anthony look more fly going in, going out than he did coming in or uh, in his banker's outfit? I think Anthony will look uh, incredibly fly. Always fly. Um, so, so there you go. That was, that was Anthony's game. Uh, it's, it's hard to give the final analysis on it because so much of it relies on things that haven't happened yet. Right. Uh, Anthony was fantastic if Dane actually does take him to the end, because that means he was right. It means he was able to manipulate Dane into taking him. He was able to get that far. And then if he wins a jury vote, that means that was the correct decision to keep Dane over Adam and to uh, to have Mark go out in that spot where maybe he could have beaten Mark, but couldn't beat Dane. Uh, it really depends. And I think the fact that it depends tells us that. Um, that that it's hard to blame him for making the wrong decision uh, because it was a close way either way. But uh, but it does matter when it comes to judging him against other great players of the season. I think regardless of the outcome of the season, Anthony should be and will be considered one of the best players to play Big Brother Canada of all time. Um, and uh, and that's just the way things go. Um, has Dane shared any info with what happens on in the finale to Anthony? Not too much. Dane honestly uh, doesn't know a ton either. He knows more than Anthony because he's watched the show, but uh, not like not like super fan feed watching level of knowledge there. Um, do I think Anthony knows he only has a short period of time for his speech at the final two? I'm sure he is going to be given a heads up by production about how much time he'll have, but uh, it probably doesn't recognize how worthless the questioning period 
is that uh, that they're not even going to be asking their own questions. They're going to be reading off of a card. Um, they're going to have already made the decision, and that's not something that's good for Anthony. Something that I've talked about before is that I do believe that Anthony feels very confident because Anthony's game plan is as long as I get to the final two, I can win because I can out-talk the other person. He doesn't realize that that's not really how it works. He assumes that's how it works because that's how it's kind of supposed to work, but it does not actually work that way. And so that is going to be a big hindrance to his jury management. So something to think about. Uh, I feel like I've I feel like I've been uh, too too negative about anything. I'm really trying to explain why I think because I, like I said on the roundtable, I am leaning toward I think Dane probably has I, I not probably I think I'm leaning toward Dane taking the win here, and so uh, I do feel like um, you know I'm trying to find the the spots here where Anthony allowed that to happen, um, but. If Anthony wins, then all of these decisions were correct, that he should have taken Dane and he should have uh, gotten Dane to take him to the final two. And then he wins over Dane. Um, And if Dane loses, then we will point to Dane as being too loyal to Anthony, too easily manipulated by Anthony and uh, and definitely just should have taken Kira to the end. Um, That's obvious at that point. So. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It really, really depends on uh, on what happens here at the end. They are both so good, and uh, and either one of them, I believe, will be uh, you know the the best the best winner of uh, of Big Brother Canada. Uh, so there you go. Um, <clears throat> what will we point to if Kira wins? Stone. We'll point to the off button. Um, do I think that if Corey had a vote the first week at, and kept Mackie, uh, how do you think it would have affected Anthony? Um, I actually think Anthony, again, I feel like it might have been a mistake for Anthony, although Mackie was pretty close to Dane, so... Maybe that wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world, but uh, I, I don't think it would have mattered to, too much to Anthony either way. I think he could have used Mackie in much the same way he used Kira, honestly. Um, so I don't think that matters. All right. All right. That's what we have for you for Anthony. Uh, truly, truly a fantastic game. Has done a lot of things, really dictated the action throughout the season. Um, like I said, not as well-rounded as Dane, but much stronger than Dane when it comes to manipulation. There were various points in the season throughout the game where Dane uh, relented to Anthony's will. Dane uh, said, okay, with Mackie, Dane said, fine, we'll do what you want, Anthony. Um, with, uh, with Kiki, uh, Anthony just straight up outplayed Dane and kept Corey to get rid of Kiki uh, with Chelsea. Anthony wanted Chelsea to go and not to do the back door for Sam. Anthony got Dane to relent and agreed to do what Anthony wanted with Mark's HOH. Uh, Anthony got Mark to keep Corey, even though the secret assassin happened. Uh, Anthony got his way, even though the twist ruined it. Um, with Corey's HOH, he got Sam 
to be backdoored, despite the fact that Sam didn't want or that Corey didn't want to do that uh, and that Adam didn't want that to happen. But Anthony made it happen and he made everyone okay with it with the with Kira's HOH, uh, you know, so on and so forth. It's uh, every, every step of the way. Anthony has always been able to get his way and get to the end in the way that he wanted to. And so, again, now it all comes down to. Has he made the right decisions along the way? Very much like how we looked at Tyler's game, where he dictated a lot of the action throughout that season. But did he make the correct decisions? Did he take the right people to the end? Can he beat them? Or has he made similar mistakes? We're going to have to find out on finale night. So tomorrow morning, I will be live and we will talk about Kira's game across Big Brother Canada 7. So look out for that. Um, I will try to be uh, a little bit early for that one. So just look out on my Twitter at Armstrong Taren for that. Um, I will be heading to Toronto uh, tomorrow. So my flight is tomorrow. That's why I'm going to be a little bit early possible. Um, so uh, I'll be going over Kira's game and then Thursday night, I will be live from Toronto after the airing of the episode to recap the finale. And then Friday, I will be speaking with the final three in person and ask them some questions. It'll be fun. We'll do it. All right. That's what I have for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. You can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren if you're looking out for the uh, when we're going to go live with the Kira thing tomorrow. And uh, there you go. Thanks once again joining me. I hope you enjoyed Anthony's game and I'll see you next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.